0: Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, ideas for saving money, and stories from our adventures. Be sure to check out our show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Chris. And we are talking today about something so exciting. We moved. We did so we re- relocated from the Seattle area all the way to northeast Florida to St. Augustine. And it has been fascinating. And we did it at the strangest time ever.
1: Well, we Dur- didn't plan it that way. It's just kind of how wh- how life happened. Yeah, the
0: coronavirus hit and that just happened to be right when we were getting ready to move. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. This is first episode of season two because I broke it into seasons.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Good job. Uh, yeah,
0: because why not? We took a break, so now we're recording new stuff, and now it's season two.
1: We definitely took a break. So, there's yeah, a lot of stuff going on, so. I know.
0: We've been very busy. It's true. Here we are in St. Augustine, Florida, which is the oldest city in the United States, and we've got a bunch of podcast episodes all about it and all the cool stuff to do, the beaches, food, all that. So you can kind of swirl back and listen to those if you like, but in the meantime, let's talk about moving here and why we did it okay i'll let you lead
1: oh you want me to lead? sure why did we move to florida
0: that's the question that everybody asked us when we said we were moving to florida yeah
1: why florida <laughs>
0: and nobody said it with curiosity like oh
1: why florida no why florida
0: yeah it was always really Ew, why florida
1: my answer usually is because there's so much you know uh, there's so many different things to do here and florida is actually really beautiful you know fortunately we And there's so much outdoor activities, really good food.
0: And there's a, just so much more to Florida than everybody um, thinks. Like, everybody yeah. thinks about, like, Florida man. Like, the guy who's probably out in his backyard with a can of beer trying to talk to gators. Well, or something they're like that. here. They are here.
1: It's true. Yeah, they're here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is a very very small percentage of the population what <laughs>
1: well, i don't know if it's a small percentage of the population but i think that in addition to that yeah there's also it's just beautiful here yeah and before visiting florida i, I just knew that there were you know wonderful beaches right yeah. um and i didn't understand the difference between the beaches uh in florida compared to california but now after living in on both coasts you know living in california
0: here. I know that back in Washington, it was visible in certain areas, but not at the same scale. <laughs> so, here it's it's pretty fascinating. Our neighborhood itself isn't too
1: bad. I think it with... depends. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what street you're on. The closer to the beach you get, the more Trump signs there are. Exactly. But, and not just Trump signs. I've never seen so many flags in my life. Oh my gosh. Like, back at home,
0: american flags or just no, no, like no, holiday american flags, flags no, or no, trump
1: flags oh tr- yeah. trump flags like all kinds of different ones especially ones when oliver's like what's that word when it said bullshit on there and it's oh, like yeah. you know um stop the bullshit trump 2020 and i'm like oh thanks guys thanks yeah. for just putting that out there for the kids good times but um but no the flags everywhere whether or not they're hanging off houses you know from uh, of course uh you know like hanging down houses or off flagpoles or flags. Okay, that's great. Like, yeah, you're a Hawks fan. And that's just weird anyways, yeah. but well, you know, but here it's just like, in, but they're not just like small flags. They're like enormous flags. Yeah. And it's just everywhere. And, yeah. So, uh,
0: so, I mean, explaining to people, you know, why Florida, when you consider the wonderful kind of liberal free-flowing place that Washington is, you know, it's, um, there's lots of wonderful opportunities for us here. And also, how great that we can help to Impact this state in some way with our votes and with being present and visible for people and talking with people. Lots of great opportunities here. That's all I have to say on that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And (laughs) also why Florida, um, when you look at cost of living in Florida compared to, let's say, like California. Like, why not California if you wanted sun and beach? You can't afford California. We
0: could never afford to be as close to the beach as we are with the house that we have in California.
1: Yeah, but you can afford... Or, or even a, in Washington, yeah, even in Washington, <laughs> yeah,
0: no. So that was actually our big driving factor for moving to Florida was the cost of living and the opportunity that provides not having a mortgage because we were able to. Our first house we bought it in two thousand eight, two thousand eight, yeah, two thousand eight. We bought it when it was the low point of the whole housing bubble, and so when we sold it in was that two thousand sixteen, we were able to really with that we were able to sink that back into the house that we have been living in or had been living in then when we decided to make the move to florida we were able to sell that house for a fantastic profit awesome and also we were able to find really our dream house here in florida (laughs) i love it i've always wanted a single story house because well we're not going to be able to go up and down the stairs forever (laughs) and also the other thing that was always on my kind of wish list for a house was a courtyard and we actually found that here which totally bizarre and it's not a normal thing you can find in a house and yeah
1: well especially not in florida
0: especially not in florida there's a lot of really cookie cutter neighborhoods and developments
1: yeah we were fortunate to to find a house that's not in um an hoa has no hoa or ccd it's not part of like a massive community development i was gonna say what does ccd mean i forgot it's been a while yeah it's
0: um (laughs) community development district or something no
1: it's uh it's ccds ccd yeah
0: anyways yeah no so we were able to find a house in one of the I swear, the only neighborhood in all of Florida without any of those community organizations, which is awesome because, I mean, we've got a camper trailer. We've got kayaks. We've got loud kids, and sometimes it takes us a while to mow the lawn.
1: Oh, we don't have a lawn. <laughs> well, we've got that. So, that's nice. There's that little
0: lawn patch oh, that yeah, I that. have to take care of. Yeah, Yeah. no, so that that is um, part of finding the dream house, and to be, to be able to do that and be within our budget, and also, we're only a few blocks from the beach, so day if we want we could just walk over to the beach and it's one we can actually swim at all that is just kind of bucket list home dreams
1: yeah but what was interesting though is when we were shopping for homes in Florida we did it all from Washington and we actually put an offer on this house Site, I don't, I don't want to say not sight unseen but we did a virtual uh, tour with our real estate agent yeah. um, to actually tour the house um, and then based on that uh, virtual tour. I think we did it, what, through Google Duo? Yeah. Um, and uh, really She
0: downloaded cool. it and learned how to do it just to be able to show us the house, and she's like, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing this, and she took the time to walk through every single inch and nook and cranny of this house showing us up close.
1: Yeah, it was the first time that she ever did a virtual tour, but now since, obviously, that was right pre-COVID, I'm sure she's done several.
0: Yeah, more. yeah so that made it so that we actually could during all of this, during quarantine and social distancing and all that we could actually see the house in per, not again not in person (laughs) see the house before um ever even arriving in florida and actually feel confident making an offer on it which then things started moving really quickly and i had to hop on a plane like two days later (laughs) yeah because then covid
1: (laughs) yeah was impacting everything
0: every day it was worse and worse with more restrictions so but yeah so we made the offer it got accepted we I flew out here, and then Chris joined me. We had all of our inspections and went through all that very quickly. Went home and had to really get our Our Washington house ready. Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) Had to get it on the market because our offer here got accepted.
1: Yeah, well, we we had been in that house, what, for like seven years? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, and a much bigger house than we had previously. So, and then with two kids then... It took a while to just purge, even though we're like we're, we are like, you know, regular purgers, it's amazing. We're not hoarders. We're not hoarders, no. <laughs> um, but it's just amazing the stuff that you accumulate and and, uh, and then just the effort it takes to get rid of it. But And it was really great. Still before a lot of regulations were put in place, we were able to take advantage of um, those Buy Nothing groups, which if you've never experienced a Buy Nothing group, um, highly recommend you find one if you need to get rid of things. You find them through Facebook. you have to, to, to request to be uh, a member of them uh, because it's very hyper local and then it's,
0: ex- it's very specific to neighborhoods very specific even.
1: to neighborhoods. yeah. And then so once you're accepted though, you can see what other people are getting rid of. you can see what people are looking for and then it's also a place for you to get rid of things and for you to also make a request of like hey does anybody have a you know a, a, an extra couch they're getting rid of or something? just a good way to um, help people out and there's no cash exchanged. Um, so for us trying to just get rid of stuff it was amazing to be able to leverage that platform to get rid of things and the other part is they come get it yeah right so you're not having to go to a-
0: met so many yep. people and like met them multiple times and then started recognizing people. <laughs> yeah. All right before we moved. <laughs> but um yeah, no, so that was really helpful and important to us because we downsized from, you know, a 2,800 square foot house to a 1,900 square foot house. And um, which also, by the way, if you're thinking about moving to Florida, people think houses need to be enormous. And it's really funny. Our agent repeatedly questioned if this was going to be enough space for us.
1: You must have a garage. <laughs> <laughs> like no, you need a garage, you need extra need room stuff.
0: Yeah, and it just it it really is a different frame of mind when it comes to houses in Florida. So, if you're thinking about moving across the country like we did, yeah, be prepared for just a very different mindset when it comes to houses. There yeah, you have we, it.
1: We got our we got our house ready. And uh, we were able to um, choose a, a great uh, real estate agent after kind of you know trying to find one. We realized, hey, our neighbor across the street, Jim, he's a realtor. Let's work with Jim. Uh, Nobody
0: knows the neighborhood like the guy who lives in the neighborhood <laughs> across
1: the street. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it was super great to work with him. And uh, um, he even you know gave us a uh, referral for a landscape guy. Um, he did amazing work and stuff for us to get our yard and everything ready. Um, but uh, we we got everything ready, got it listed. And I think we just had that one open house, right? And then, um, and again, that was still COVID. So we had like um, uh, Clorox wipes out and hand sanitizer and things to help people feel comfortable going through the house. Um, We
0: got in there right before, like when we had our open house, that was the last weekend that the Northwest MLS allowed open houses. Yeah. And so we, we snuck in there at that last moment. And thank goodness there was a buyer who was so interested and yeah. we were able to to get the house under contract really swiftly and then as we were you know packing up and getting ready to go all of a sudden we were like oh i think we might need to bump up our timelines and it was really great our our agent over here in Florida as well as our agent there in Washington was able to kind of push things through and move up closing dates restricted and uncertain Mm -hmm. because of coronavirus and, you know, the economy getting weird and all that stuff. So we snuck through and got it all. And then,
1: yeah. And then we hired movers. Oh, I hate movers.
0: So, yeah, we hired a moving company that um, really, like, I did my research. I really did. And I read reviews and poured through different things and I thought that we had selected a really great moving company it seems like great no it seemed like a great process until we were waiting for the truck to get there and then it just kept on taking longer and longer and longer and then they showed up without like a full crew it was just like two guys and then things weren't happening as we had planned or expected based off of all of our conversations with the salespeople arranged the moving yeah it was it was insane so all of our stuff eventually got um loaded up but it took so long that we didn't actually get to leave to begin our drive across the country until the next day and then even that next morning at six o'clock in the morning we were out cleaning up the off the walkways and doing repair work in the house from the movers damaging things and they left stuff behind they left our basketball hoop they took stuff they weren't supposed to (laughs) It was just, that was all frustrating. And then when we actually finally did get here to St. Augustine, we we knew we'd have a little bit of a wait, but trying to actually get any sort of delivery timeline was ridiculous. And it was, it ended up being 28 days. It
1: It was a really long time. I mean, in addition to, yes, you're driving from one part of the country clear across to the other side of the country, adding Corona, bins that we brought that were like t- turned over and like a card table and camping chairs Yeah. Um, and we uh, I mean we were smart we'll get to like the, the whole how we got a camper thing in a bit but like we also packed essentials in our camper that we knew
0: It's narrow. We live on a kind of a circle, and there is a city, there is a county ordinance that prohibits commercial deliveries. But
1: I would say it's more of like a, a big square rectangle, not yeah. so much a circle. I mean, just in terms of like shape, it's called like <laughs> like uh, circles in our street name, yeah. <clears throat> but it's not a circle. Yeah.
0: No. So anyway, so the delivery driver with all of our furniture arrives, and he's like, I can't drive down your street because of this ordinance. So we researched the ordinance and. Technically, they could have, but, you know, it was a big trailer. Anyways, so the next day it ended up being this whole fiasco where we had to, like, scramble to come up with cash or money orders for them to release our furniture to us because they were having to do this additional shuttle service where they had to go and get a moving truck and it took, what, like, four loads of them to get all of our stuff to us. Everything
1: from uh, where the truck was to here.
0: It was just, and yeah. It, yeah, They finished at 11 o'clock the night after. <laughs> so, anyways, it was a pain. I hate movers. Ugh, it was just the worst experience. That was the second time we've ever used movers, and both times was really ridiculous. And this one, we ended up having to, like, go through a settlement process. We got, got like,
1: 2600 bucks back.
0: Yeah, because it was insane between damage and delays and the kind of threatening us in the middle of the street in the dark in the middle of the night.
1: It, yeah. It was, yeah, like, give us cash <laughs> money or money order. we're like... Why can't we just give you our card? Like, this is just an yeah. unsecured transaction. It was. But you're also holding all of our stuff hostage. And then I had to go get a money order. And then so I, I'm like, I haven't had to get a money order since I was like, you know, 20 trying to pay rent. But then
0: it was the wrong
1: type of money exactly. order. Exactly. <laughs> Who knew there were different types of money orders? Um, and uh, so, yeah, I guess there's a difference between a postal money order and a moneygram money order. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Man, yeah, do your research more hopefully this helps you if you do have to get a mover
0: and be sure to check out the show notes because i'll give some more detail about the situation and what to look for and what to be aware of because there's it was a situation <sighs> anyways so that's gosh that was a month after we left washington we finally had our stuff and we're able to kind of start life but in the meantime when we arrived in st augustine everything was still closed restaurants were closed a lot of national park or, or two national park sites were closed and actually still are you know months and months later we couldn't really do anything downtown which is a bummer and the biggest thing that was frustrating was um we got here and the beaches were closed they closed the beaches like two days before we actually arrived so we couldn't even walk in our neighborhood to the
1: kids you can't use the playground like nope yeah <laughs> it's a cool playground but everything we were hyping up the kids for beforehand like pre-covid about oh check you know check out where we're gonna live and they'd been and then, here they knew
0: what it was like we had been well, here just saying, a few but minutes just not before. our neighborhood though Yeah,
1: or, or, or the house but thankfully what we forgot to mention earlier is when we were looking for a house um, we weren't looking for a place with a pool and thankfully this house does have a pool raining, but we knew it was going to be hot we'd like the heat so yep. some people that's the other thing people are like why florida it's hot and humid we're like yep yep it sure
0: is but i'll tell you when you've had several days like 95 degrees in a row when it's not vacation and it's just normal life it does hit you a little differently <laughs>
1: yeah and it's a different conversation now when the the door gets left up and you're like stop it we don't want to cool the outside close the door.
0: Especially growing up in Washington where literally you don't oh, want to heat the outdoors. It was like, don't, you
1: don't want to heat the outside.
0: <laughs> yeah, lots of little adjustments like that. And <laughs> gosh, and then the beach is open. We got to finally ex- like enjoy those together and we've got just the greatest beach here in Butler Beach. And if you check the show notes, I'll link over to an article I wrote about Butler Beach because... We've got the most beautiful sand. It's white and sugar sand. It's beautiful. Yeah, and at low tide, we get these amazing pools that form the sandbar and we've Perfect got... Perfect for little kids. Yeah. It's just, I love where we live and I never thought this would be the life we have. And it's incredible. And on top of all that, we don't have a mortgage, which is such a huge bonus and is a stress reducer in life. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it really is.
0: Do you have anything else you want to add about us moving across the country, anything like that? We'll, we've also got an episode that we're going to record next about the actual process of driving across the country and planning and all that. So don't want to give away that farm yet.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, I feel like we we've covered it. it was, Are you glad we moved? Yeah, it's um, it's it's been quite a change. I mean, it also, I it's you know not in the outline really, but for me, I was really lucky that I was able to continue to. me because my whole entire team is west coast based and uh, you know and i'm on the east coast but, but you know
0: what what a perfect time for us to move because all of a sudden everybody did know, have to adjust so to weird. being fully mobile
1: everybody had to adjust to being completely remote and be on zoom and i'll tell you nobody would know that i was in florida because um, i could have just used a virtual background that showed you know my office back in washington and nobody would have been the wiser they would have just been like oh how's it going you know how's washington and Nope, I'm, I'm actually in Florida. Um, yeah. But, um yeah, totally different topic. But now everybody's like, oh, my gosh, people can be successful and effective and productive and reliable working remotely.
0: Oh, this world we live in right now, it's so interesting.
1: Yep, and who knows when it will get back to the way it was. I don't think it will. It'll do something <laughs> different. Well,
0: if you have questions about anything else in our experience of selling the house, moving to a different state, different region, um mover situation feel free to drop us a note or leave a comment on the show notes page and um stay tuned or go ahead and download the next episode which is all about our cross-country trip from washington state to st Augustine, florida awesome all right we'll talk to you later have a good day see you guys bye two travel dads podcast is written by rob and chris taylor and produced by rob taylor in suquamish washington If you would like to be on Two Travel Dads podcast or sponsor it, please visit us at twotraveldads.com slash work.